0: all right here we go the next episode of the musings of dirtbag duke hope you're doing well staying safe and staying healthy out there so i thought i'd take the opportunity in this episode to kind of do my review of the movie cocaine bear we did did get a chance to see that there a couple weeks ago going into it based on some of their um previews i guess and and the way they've kind of handled their social media, which I thought they did a very good job with it. I was kind of expecting it to be kind of a a horror flick slash comedy, you know, where there was some comedy tied to it and not just all straight horror flick. And that was probably pretty early on the movie dispelled that misconception. And it was, you know, pretty much straight to be on, you know, straight to be honest with you. It's just a straight horror flick. Um, you know, and how the, the bear reacts, what happens when it, um, ingests the cocaine. I thought overall they did a pretty good job with the movie. Um, it, it was kind of, you know, kind of interesting how that they, um, took the, uh, artistic liberty with it and I think for me that what made it interesting was based on a true story you know and I think anytime you have um, an animal ingesting some kind of a drug like that in mass quantities it's still an interesting story so it was it was it was okay um, I don't know that I would say that it would be worth uh, Price of the admission, but um, just to say, I guess if you want if you're if you're really into horror flicks and all that, it's it's pretty interesting from that standpoint. I think um, I think that, like I said, they did a good job with the way they filmed it um, and just the overall storylines within it. Um, but you know, if you're not a big fan of that, it's probably not going to be probably not going to be your speed, but. And for me, I guess some of the entertainment value was the surprising my wife with it and and kind of how she reacted with it. I think she was pretty upset with me on Saturday um, while we were there. But I think Sunday she kind of realized that uh, maybe it wasn't as bad as what she thought it was. So she doesn't do good with the, the gore, the blood, and the guts, but uh, uh, she made it through. And, you know, I got a couple good laughs when the bear kind of scared her, and she about flew out of her chair, so... I guess that was the entertainment, some of the entertainment additional entertainment value for me personally. So that's my uh quote unquote two cents on the cocaine bear. So Sirius XM is cutting their workforce and uh I've seen that I've seen that a couple places uh yesterday. And so I didn't assign any credit to this one, so but I I I did uh I will say that it's not my me breaking this news it's uh has been out there. And I'm not surprised. Um it just for the simple fact that it just seems like they just haven't had the, you know, my personal experience with with XM and then serious XM. Was that? Yeah, it was. It was good. It was. It was neat when it came out. Um, I think the concept of being able to listen to a station or a program, you know, whether, whether it be a sporting event or whatever, being able to listen to it um, basically anywhere with you know within their their reach is was was neat. It was uh, neat. It was cool. It's a great concept. Um and having the ability to stay with that over a you know a long distance was great, so if you had a really if it's you know if you had a program or station or whatever you like to listen to, you know no matter where you went it was uninterrupted, especially for somebody who traveled a lot, that was great um the, the issue became early on was you know they had a cost, so you got to you know you got to buy the radio um You got to, you know, buy the programming and all that. And it was pretty pricey. Um, And so I think that probably discouraged a lot of people from wanting to to purchase that product. And I think some of the other things, like, it depends on your radio. Like, one of the radios I had, I could, you know, you could replay the songs. Uh, You know, you can... You know, two or three of them, you could go back in and play them. Um, then you could play them back through, and then it would catch you back up to being live. So there was a lot of great concepts with it, but the idea of it was just, the again, the pricing was just becoming to to be, you know, ridiculous. And their customer service um, was was abhorrent. And every year when your contract was up, if you had an annual contract or whatever it was, six months or whatever you did, every time that your contract went up, it was just this, um, painful, lengthy process of going back through and trying to, you know, deal with them and either renegotiate or cancel it. And then they would send you some offers and a couple months later and they reduce the price. And so the back and forth and all their garbage just got to be, you know, too much. It's got to be a hassle. And I had some friends that weren't going through the same process. And so the this didn't make a lot of sense. So I thought years ago, several years ago, that they, that they were gonna you know, especially um after they combined, you know, they were two different companies, but then when they combined, I felt like not too long after that, man, they were gonna be gone and and that was wrong. But you know, you're gonna still con- they're gonna still continue to see that decline and going forward and especially with you know what they have available today with your phones and being able to stream and things like that. I think that's even more pressure upon them. But you know, you're still seeing a lot of cars coming out with the uh, you know XM, uh, Sirius XM equipped with them, and then they get a free couple months services and and they're hoping to hook you into it and and whatnot. But um, overall, I think if you know if they could have had a model where. That they would have provided better customer service and then also had a better price. I think it definitely would have been something that um, probably would have stayed along around a lot longer um, and being been more successful. Um, I guess they're continuing. They're just you know having to cut some of their their staffing. So, but a- again, you know they went a lot farther than I thought they ever would. Um, but you know the question is 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 there going to be something that that people are still going to be interested going forward? You know, and, and another thing is when they when they took that step of where you can get it in in your home, and then they're putting it on. I think it was like a Dish Network and things like that. I think that took it to definitely to another level. But again, there's so many other other opportunities. That space is so competitive that you know it seems like that it is you know truly becoming. Obsolete. So, even though I guess I was many, 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 many years ahead of it, um, some of that is finally coming uh, to fruition as they're seeing them having to cut their workforce. You know, I kind of running into a little bit of a dilemma. It seems like that the the when I have the fart stories in the podcast that in an episode that it performs, you know, very well, that it gets a lot of, um, it gets a fair amount of listeners um, when I throw a fart story in there. The issue is that I'm quickly running out of them, um, at least good, longer stories. Uh, So I've got that dilemma, and I've got to figure out what I can do going forward to maybe, to... uh, Create some or try to remember some some good fart stories to uh, help bo- boost the uh, the audience uh, to the episodes but i do have I do have one one well a good one, a longer one, and then a shorter one from an experience from the other day and and I feel like those are going to get kind of tiresome, but from time to time they still are. Um, I guess, funny to a point. So for the long one, so this one's going to go, again, go back into high school and and the high school days. And again, because that's, you know, when when it's becoming fart, you know, farting and and the discovery of lighting farts um, were the prevalence. uh, prevalence. And uh, speaking of, of lighting farts, I learned early on that the material... The gene material is a lot safer than um, polyester type products. So if you remember back in the eighties, probably even in the seventies, but I remember you know in the eighties there was the the bike bike brand, okay, bike uh, coaches shorts, and what they were, they were kind of like almost you know towards your knee. Um, they're kind of a polyester type blend product, and it had the um, kind of a thicker waistband, and they buttoned in the front. They had a zipper, and they also had pockets. So they were kind of like those, you know, shorts that a, that a coach would wear. Um, so they could, you know, had pockets, and then but they still had some um, maneuverability, I guess, so you could run around or whatever. So it's kind of that combo type short, but they were made of spious, and they were very comfortable to wear. Well, I learned early on, though, that you don't want to light a fart with one of those because uh, it could become a fire hazard, as I learned one day and burned a hole in a pair of them. And, and so trying to explain that to your um, parents that uh, um, you got a hole in your coach's shorts because you tried to light a fart it was kind of difficult. Um, but, you know, going back to that, learning that process and and learning how that happened was amazing. And so that was fun. And so that, you know. It would do that quite often. So fast forward uh, again to one of our um, high school sporting events and we're traveling. And so we're out of town. And when we traveled with um, our teams and especially bigger events, um, typically we would, they were overnight events. We would stay um, at uh, the school facility that we were participating in the event. So the, they had a, um, Classroom, one of the school classrooms, and we would stay in there um, as a team. And uh, one of these events we were at, my uh, good friend wanted to to light a fart, and so we were in the room. It was dark, and it's a classroom, so they have the chalkboard back there. Again, this is the you know '80s, so there's a chalkboard up there. And, you know, on the chalkboard on the bottom, there's the railing there, I guess you call it, the rail that, um, you would put the chalk in your erasers in. And so that was probably, I don't know, a couple inches wide. So my, my friend who is probably five, eight, five, nine, right around there maybe. Um, but big stocky, uh, guy, um, young man there at the time, uh, Decided he wanted to try this. Well, he couldn't, you know, so you had to land your back, pull your legs up, um, and then you'd put the match or lighter or whatever um, on your butt, and then you'd fart and then it would blow the methane out and it would ignite if you didn't know that process. So he d- decided that he was going to lay down and he couldn't hold his legs up. So what he was going to do is he was going to get up fast enough and he was going to kind of hook his leg or his feet on the bottom of that. Uh, chalkboard rail there, and then that would hold him, and then I would light it for him, so he gets his legs up. I light it. He farted, and the whole room lit up. I mean, the whole place lit up, and you can just see on some of the younger guys the um, look of amazement on their faces for that brief second, Uh, and then once it went out, it went back dark again, so um, that one was probably one of the most illuminated I guess you could say brightest ones I think i 've ever been around now of course it was it was almost a pitch black dark room uh so at the time, I think that just made it even uh, more amazing because it was just that bright flash in that moment but to the 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 funniest thing was seeing those guys uh those younger guys' looks on their face and and in wonderment I, because many of them i don't think had ever seen this or had experienced it and then um just they were kind of in shock about how bright it was how big the flame was there also so that was uh that was probably again one of the the more um entertaining opportunities uh that you could see when you were lighting a fart Fast forward to over the weekend, and these are some of the ones, I guess, that maybe I'll share from time to time, but again, there's, I don't know, maybe not a lot of entertainment value, but to me, it kind of is. So we're in a grocery store, walking down the aisle, looking for whatever, and, man, I got one on deck. So I, I, I just squeeze it out and just kept going. Well, we get down to the end of the aisle, And I find the product that we're looking for. So I start picking it off the shelf. And down the aisle, here comes this fart. And, man, it just hits my wife. And she's not happy, right? She's not happy about this one. Because, you know, she's thinking that we're out of it. We're far enough away. It should be fine. Nope. The air and the pulling of the air... The aerodynamics and everything brought it down the aisle with us. And no sooner that she starts getting upset about this is, is a, a young man who's an employee of the store comes around and starts uh, moving product or doing something on the shelf. And he had to have walked right through it. I know he had walked right through it. And the problem was I wanted to look at him and see his reaction, engage his reaction on it. But I knew if I did that, man, it would be it would the the jig would be up, man. Like I would be laughing, and I couldn't. I, I just I would just bust out laughing. And there's no way that I could keep composure and just to, to, to be able to gauge his reaction. And so I was really disappointed about that. I knew I'd just be busting out laughing. And he would know it was me. But I know. I just know in, in in my mind that he had to have walked through that fart. It had to have punched him in the face a little bit, and so those are the ones that I think that are the best. Like the the crop dusting when somebody else outside of who you're with gets a bite of it. When they get a taste of it, I think that's a win, right? And if you can get to some place where. Uh, you can lay one down, and then there's a lot of people that will come through it, especially other women. Um, then, or or especially some women or, or or younger folks that might have a more of a reaction to it. I think that provides, I think that extra layer of entertainment value. So many times over the last few years in different sporting events that um involved a certain school in the Big 12 that has a hand symbol or sing- signal I guess you could say or a certain position you put your hand in represents their logo there are many times that if they are losing or get beat, that people do this in a negative manner. And it, it, I guess it's upsetting to them, but it's just part of, I guess, the sport. If you're going to use that in a manner of positivity when your team is winning or wins, then the flip side is that you should be able to accept that when your team is losing and when, it's flipping, uh, when that's being put in a negative manner. Well, I guess the other day uh, in a baseball game where they lose and this display was uh, given that they lost their minds and, and tried to start some kind of a fracas uh, post-game. And so, for for me, I guess again, like if if you're going to like like, I get it. Like bra- drawing attention to this, I think makes it even more of an issue. I think if if you just leave it within the game, within the event, then it's going to be fine. But for people to make a big deal about this, and then the Big Twelve Conference has made it like even. A, a policy that you can't do this, it's a whatever you get fined or some other crap like it's just it's just ignorant, okay, and you can say that about any saying or any um comments or anything about a team and their logo or their any sayings that they have. I can't believe I've gone this far within this and haven't mentioned what it was. I think that's pretty good, that's interesting, but to me. Because I guess I, I, I don't want to draw so much attention to it, and I'm kind of talking out of both sides of my mouth because I am, but it's still ridiculous how that just because that symbol was flashed, that this these guys are going to be upset and they want to start some kind of fracas. And you and your you know, college baseball, I guess, area is not that big, which kind of blows my mind because, you know, Major League Baseball is pretty big, college football is just as big uh, to a lot of folks as the NFL. And same thing with basketball, but yet baseball um, doesn't translate as well within the program or in um, followings as it is with some of these other sports because because I guess it's made more difficult and haven't had the widespread success as you've seen with basketball, say, and football. But there are a lot of teams that have schools that have good baseball programs and marginal football programs or marginal basketball programs. But it's interesting, though, that, again, I guess because of the climate, that, again, the south schools, southern schools, um, do a lot better with it than they do in the north. And I'd like to see some more of that um, happening. I mean, it's huge. Like I think to have um, good baseball programs, and yet you're just not seeing it uh, as widespread as you are with some of the other college sports. And again, we have you know with Major League Baseball being a pretty big following. But anyway, rabbit trail back to the the the. Symbol, so I think by now if you follow sports, you kind of know what I'm talking about. And I don't think I'm going to mention who they are or what that is specifically. Um I think I can get away with it on this one, so that's that's kind of fun. But, you know, to make a big deal about this and um, act like it's some kind of, uh, I'll be facetious and say, crime against humanity is just beyond a little bit ridiculous and if people want to do it that's fine I don't care it shouldn't matter if you're a big 12 conference team or not you know, you shouldn't punish they shouldn't be punished for that and I think that only magnifies it and making and um, people wanting to do it more and continue it on. Well, that's all I've got for this episode. I hope you're doing well. Again, staying healthy, staying safe out there. Hope your week is going well. I know it's too early on, but hope it's going well for you. Until next time.